Welcome to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope that you are encouraged and find deeper purpose and meaning in your walk with Christ. If you would like more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The, uh, as I was uh, uh, praying and, and thinking about stuff all week, I, I've had hundred different things that have been on my mind all throughout the week. But this morning I woke up and uh, woke up from, from my sleep with this, uh, this thing kind of at the front of my mind. And I, I knew that the Lord was uh, uh, leading me this direction. And it was this thought, dare to be different. Dare to be different. You know, the, the scripture we read here in Romans, one of the things we find out is it, it, it tells us what is our reasonable service. And that is to submit ourselves to God, to present ourselves as a living sacrifice to God. But it goes on to say this, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Um. Some of you folks here who've got kids, how many of you have had some slime in your house? Yeah. Uh, now, some of you, you guys who don't have kids, you're like, what in the world are they talking about? Over the last few years, uh, I would say probably the last two, two and a half, three, I don't know, it's been a while. In my house, there's been this big thing where kids like to make slime, okay? They use Elmer's glue and... Uh, Borax, um, contact solution, con- oh, contact solution, and and Tide, and I mean they're all different ways, and they make it's it's a slime. It's it's not really a slime. It sticks to itself, but it's it's this puddle of goo. Yeah, and and so here's the thing, my my children think that this is the greatest thing. That has ever been invented. Alright? Now, uh, some of you folks are like, what in the world? No, I, I kid you not. This pile of gooey, sticky, slimy stuff to these guys is like, <gasps> slime! Amazing! And I'll be honest with you, it's kind of fun. <laughs> I mean, it, it makes a mess, and I hate the mess, and, and I, I hate the... But, it is fun. I'm just going to be honest. But one of the things I really think is cool about the slime is I like to take and, you know, put it in. If you get some stiffer stuff you can take and you can put it in kind of a ball or in a, you know, a pile. And I like to take and make a pile of it and I just sit it on the table. That is what I do with slime for fun, if you wondered. You can also do this with Silly Putty. Some of you guys remember Silly Putty, right? Yeah, you just... Put it into a ball or make it in shape and just sit it on the table. You know what I really like about that? Because you come back in an hour and it's flat. No, it's not. It better not be gone or I got somebody's in trouble in the house. 
Somebody's probably walking on it or, you know, it, it, it went somewhere it wasn't supposed to. But no, it, it, what has happened is, is because of this force of gravity that's just been kind of pulling down on it, it isn't long before it's just flat. It's just there laying on the table. It, it, the, the shape that it has taken is the shape of whatever it is around. Now, I can take that same thing, and you can. Uh, some of you guys have maybe done it in silly putties. You can push them into a mold. You push it into the mold. You pull the mold away, and guess what it's done? It has taken the shape of whatever it's in. That's conformity. That's what it means to conform to something. Is when you take the shape of whatever it is that you're in. And, and what the scripture here is telling us is not to be conformed to this world. Well, what do you have to do to be conformed? Well, A, nothing. That was kind of funny, guys. Yeah, Jeremy's smiling. He, he got it. A, funny. Or not funny, nothing. Yeah, see, all my stuff now. If you guys would have laughed, we could have avoided this whole thing. <laughs> but no, what do you have to do to conform? What what does it take for silly putty to to conform and flatten out on the table? It takes absolutely nothing. You just take the shape of what you're in. It is it is what conformity is. And one of the things we find out as believers in Christ and, and living in this world that is full of sin, the world has a certain way that they like to see things done. They, they like to see us be a certain way. And if we, we do nothing, we find ourselves falling in. Listen, we find ourselves falling into the patterns of this world. The forms of this world. But God has called us not to conform to the world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. That is, through faith in Jesus Christ. See, when Christ is at work in our life, and the faith is active in our life, it causes something strange to happen in our life. You know that? We're not content with conformity. It's, it's, this, it's this weird thing that happens when you have a life that's filled with activated faith. When, when your faith in Jesus is work at work in your life, it causes you to do something that we don't like to do, and that's to be different. We find in our lives that things begin to change in us, and what was okay... When we were in this world, now that we have this transformation that has happened in our lives, through a renewing of our mind, through our faith in Christ, through the Spirit of God at work in us, the things that used to be okay aren't okay anymore. It, it, it's kind of funny, really. There are, are things that I do that... I remember back several years ago, I was, I'd, I'd been working on this job at work. It was a, a surveillance camera system we was putting in somewhere. And I was out here and I was doing this job. It was me. Every once in a while, I'd have some help. And, and my boss would call up and he would always want updates and, and all this stuff. And I, I, you know, I get it. But he's always checking up on me to make sure I'm doing this and that. And, of course, I'm on top of it. I'm always doing what I'm supposed to do. But, you know, every once in a while, you just get kind of tired of it. Because I ain't getting no help. I'm not getting what, but I'm still doing, getting everything done that I'm supposed to. And I, I started getting a bad attitude. 
So one day, I was working at this job, and I'd left my ladder at the job. And the problem was, this was, these were, this was an outdoor job, and it was at... Uh, you know, a, a housing complex, not in a good area, right? And I leave my ladder there. So I wake up early that morning, like, oh no, my ladder is at this job site. And I knew there's no way my ladder's going to still be there, right? So I get up early, I, you know, I'm, I'm out of bed, I get dressed. This is five or six o'clock in the morning. I get in my vehicle, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and go to work. So I take off, I go down there, and it just so happens my ladder is there. And I'm really happy, you know, because <laughs> I didn't lose my ladder. I, I, I hate that. But I, I get the ladder, and, and I start my day, and, and I, I had to go get some, uh, get some material. And I'm going in through, uh, into Portsmouth, and I'm really, I'm thanking the Lord. I'm like, Lord, thank you for, for that ladder still being there. Because I knew it was God, because it shouldn't have still been there where that ladder was, right? And I, I'm, I'm just, I'm thanking God and all this. And, and all of a sudden, the Lord started to talk to me about my attitude. Because, you know, I'm really grateful and really thankful. And then when I'm here and I'm really grateful and really thankful, the Lord's like, yeah, but what about that attitude you've been having towards your boss? What about the way you've been acting? You haven't been very nice. You haven't been very friendly. So you know what I did? On my way to Portsmouth, I called my boss up. I'm like, hey, I need to apologize to you. He's like, what for? I said, I haven't had a very good attitude lately, and I haven't been treating you very nice. Well, I, I appreciate it. He was, he was a little surprised. Now, why did I do that? Not because I had to. Not because I'm a great guy and I'm the best Christian in the world. No. Nope. But because the Holy Spirit is working in my life. And there are some things, listen, there are some things that everybody else says are okay. Everybody says, it's okay for you to do it. Oh, it's no big deal. But you know what? It ain't okay. Because it's not okay between me and God. It's up to you. And I, listen, I, I, I want to dare you this morning. Dare you to be different. It's okay to be different. As a matter of fact, it's great to be different. Scripture I want to read in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. It says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. This is talking about us, the people who warn a nation. Well, now we are, right? That ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in times past were not a people. That's us, right? Israel was a people, but we weren't a people. We were just people, not a people. But it says, but now are the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. One of my favorite, one of my favorite words, that, and, and they use it here in this scripture, is uh, to describe a Christian is peculiar. Peculiar. Just a little strange. Just a little off. And listen, people look at me all the time, and they like to say, Aaron, I think he's a little peculiar. Although they don't say peculiar, they say, Aaron is a little strange. <laughs> he's a little off. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, listen to you. Yeah, you see, see, Aaron is just a little off. I maybe off his medicine, off his rocker, but he's off. But we're called. Listen to this. We're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Uh, we weren't a nation. We weren't a people, but we are now, a peculiar people. Now that, that's you and me. That's who we are. We're peculiar. If you know Christ, you are peculiar because you're different. You don't conform to the patterns of this world. When everyone looks at you, it seems a little strange that you don't do what everybody else does. It seems a little strange that you don't speak the way everybody else speaks. It, it, it seems a little strange that you're not okay with thing, things that everyone else is okay with. But here is the second part of this verse 9. It says this, you're peculiar people that you should show forth the praises. Of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We ought to be different. Listen, we ought to be different in our life that we can praise God to our fullest. See... We didn't have mercy. You and me. We didn't have mercy. We were lost. We were out there in the world. We were undone. We, we didn't have God. We had nothing. But God, through the, the giving of His Son, Jesus Christ, has saved us. He's cleansed us from our unrighteousness. He has imputed God, the righteousness of Christ on us. Basically, He's put the righteousness of Christ on us. So that when God looks at us, he sees the righteousness of Christ. He has made us his people who weren't a people before. We were nothing. We were nobody. But he has taken us from the, the, the various uh, avenues of life. And he has brought us all as one body together, fitted together. Men and women who were uh, drug addicts and alcoholics. Uh, uh, men and women who had, who had reached the heights of business and, and had seen success from all avenues of life. He's brought us together through His Son Jesus Christ because every one of us were lost and undone and headed to hell. But through the mercy, through the mercy of God, we, we have come, uh, come to know Christ and through that we're saved and we are His people. And being that people makes us a little strange. The very nature of the relationship that we have with God makes us strange. Because once we were in darkness, but now we're in the light. Once darkness lived inside of us, but now the light lives in us. And if we're children of the light, the very nature of our being causes us to be different. And that difference in us allows us, listen to, uh, listen to what, the, to show forth praises of him who hath called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. When you get different, now I want you to hear this, when you get different, you get praise. Yeah. Yeah. Praise doesn't, listen, praise doesn't come from being the same as everybody else. I remember back when I was younger and I was going to school, I thought, man, it'd be so awesome if being a Christian was cool and everybody, hey, granted, that would be great. But you know what I've learned as I've gotten older? 
It's so awesome. It's so awesome that God has made me something different than I was. There was a day when I wanted everybody to not really recognize that I was his. You get what I'm saying? There was a day I thought, man, the best way to be a Christian is to to be kind of an undercover Christian. Right? I'm just kind of incognito and I'm blending in to everything that's going on in the world. And that's the kind of Christian I want to be. And and listen, some of you guys are like, I don't know. You know, has God called us to be one of these weird people? No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is, you know, there was a time in my life I just wanted to blend in. But you don't know what I found out? That when I blend in and I look like everything else in my environment, then there's nothing that the world sees in me that they want. There's nothing that the world sees in me that they really want. But when, but when the relationship that I have with Jesus Christ calls me to walk differently, when my life begins to praise God in everything I do, all of a sudden, I catch people's attention. They want to know what it is that's going on. You want to know what it is that I have in my life. And what I want to say to you, listen, if you want to, we, we as a church, we, we really want to come and we want to worship and we want to praise God. But we can't do that when we're trying to be like the rest of the world. I have not, I, have, I, I don't know what cool praise is yet. You know what I mean? Like hip praise. Yeah. Like when people who don't know anything about church, they come to church and they see them like, wow, that is the most awesome thing I've ever seen. I want to do that. No. When people walk in, they see you praising God, they're like, wow, what's wrong with those people? They don't get it. They don't get it because they've not been changed. So it leads me back to this. If we want to see the praises of God infiltrate our life to the point they come out, It comes from the difference that he's making in our lives. You want to know what stirs my soul? When I think of where Christ has brought me from. Saying, well, Aaron, I know you when you was young. You you, you always were in church and singing. I know where he's brought me from. What I've been through. What's led me to this place today? I look through the, listen, I'm getting ready to wrap up, but I want you, I look back across the journey that my life has taken from a young child to where I am today, how God has brought me to this place today, and it is nothing short of miraculous. It's nothing short of a miracle that I'm here standing before you this morning. I could have been... Literally anywhere else. But I'm here this morning and it's by the hand of God. That's where my praise comes from. It doesn't come from how good we sing. How doesn't come from how good I play piano. That's not where my praise comes from doesn't come from how great Keith does at leading the service, although he does a great job. 
but it comes from when I stand here, I know what Christ has done in my heart. When I walk into this building, I know that it's a gift. It's a gift that I've been given to be able to come and worship with you folks. To be up here proclaiming the gospel this morning. That's where it comes from. And when we start when we start looking to other places as the source of our joy in Christ, we, we will find ourselves being disappointed. This morning, I dare you to be different. I dare you to be different. Different's good. There was a commercial years ago, I believe it was Arby's, and it was same, 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 but Arby's is different. <laughs> and it had all these different restaurants and burger, 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 but then you had Arby's and they had their sliced roast beef. Arby's is different. The world is, is, is pushing the same thing it's always pushed. We talk about how wicked and sinful the world is. It ain't no more wicked and sinful than it's ever been. There's nothing new under the sun, as Solomon said. There really isn't. As a matter of fact, I would, I would challenge you with this. I would say that the world that the first century church thrived in was probably much more wicked than the world that we're living in today. They don't have tournaments where we're being fed the lions or anything yet. So that's good. I'm happy about that. Right? Everybody, yeah. And the church thrived. The world has always pushed its wickedness, but what Christ offered was something different. Mercy and a relationship and a Holy Spirit. Listen, a Holy Spirit that is actively, actively involved and working in our lives. And this morning... We ought to be different. There are things that the world is okay with that we're just not okay with. We're not okay with doing nothing. We're not okay with staying in our sin. We're not okay with not praising God. We're not okay with living life that, like it really doesn't matter. We're not okay with those things because we understand through Christ that every one of those things is matter and we're called to be a different people. So I'll be standing. Brian, have you got something? This morning, if the Holy Spirit is dealing with your heart, whatever your need might be, Maybe you've tried all the same old, same old, same old, same old over and over and over again. And you found that, you know what? It just doesn't work. He's calling you to something different this morning.
something different than you've ever tried before. You've tried it your way, right? You've tried it your way. Where are you at? Why not try a different way? This morning, as we play this song, if the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart, if He's, and you know when He's pulling and tugging inside, but if that's you this morning, I want to invite you to come out and pray. Thank you for listening to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and that you will share this with your family and friends. For more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stockdale underscore UCC.